So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Re and Entertainment Podcast, episode 33 for December 20th, 2015. Of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruth, joined by Andrew Aroa McFain. I got a sandwich. Yeah, you got a tuna sandwich from Jimmy John's, which is delicious, to be fair. I oh, yeah. I typically get their uh, like their ultimate porker. Yeah. Yeah, that's one, that one's pretty good. It has bacon and all that stuff. Well, I, haven't, uh, I haven't slapped the, uh, the beetle meat and bacon on here, so... Oh, oh, see, that's good. I've never had the tuna one. Maybe I'll try that next time I go there. That's fantastic. Uh, so, what games have you been playing this week, Aroa? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Most professional podcast. <laughs> do you have to do that while we're podcasting? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, have I played much of anything this week? No Fallout? No, not really. Um, well, I did a little bit. Um, I had a friend over uh, last week, because uh, that's just going to have to count since I wasn't here last week. Mm-hmm. And that's um, it? Well, we played a lot of Jackbox. Oh, yeah, uh, I haven't two. really played that. Um, Jackbox 1, I think, is slightly better just because it has Drawful. Yeah, Ruffle is probably the best game out of that whole bunch. Right. But um, Fibbage 2 is really good. Um, the new drawing game is not very good. Um, but they also have uh, two games that are fantastic for different reasons. Uh, one of them is uh, it's kind of like uh cards against humanity style where every question every every prompt is open-ended right um and uh basically it gives you a prompt and then there's a judge and then all the other players right the other players have to decide uh, or they have to choose two sounds that basically would be the sound that the prompt makes so like um I'm trying to, trying to think of it. Like, like it could be, I think one of them was actually just literally Donald Trump. Um, oh, okay. So you, so you could have, uh, for that, you know, uh, you get a selection of like five different sounds on your phone, and you could pick like, uh, like a, a trombone, and then like, uh, children crying. Oh, good. And then, and then it would play. It plays everybody's sounds. And then the judge gets to pick pick whichever one is funniest, basically. Oh, it's kind of like a Cards Against Humanity type of thing. Yeah. The person, it, could, yeah, whoever the leader gets to pick whichever one was the funniest. Yeah, and it's uh, it's super fun, and uh, I think it's like I think the one of the best parts is that uh, unlike in Cards Against Humanity, it's a lot harder to tell whose car or whose sounds and whatnot are are whose. Um, right. And I think that that really helps. And uh, you also don't even know who the judge is. So, oh, okay. Um, so you can't go because I know um, 
that's kind of like a strategy in Cards Against Humanity because, like, you know the person. You know their sense of humor most of the time. Right. So right. you kind of cater what you answer to, to be their sense of humor. Yeah, it makes it really hard whenever the judge is a, is a huge conservative cunt. <laughs> and, uh, yes. And you just you put down something involving Obama, and she's like, hey, yeah, I hate Obama. Ah. <laughs> and the other one is um i don't know if you've seen uh don't stop or, or like keep talking and no one explodes or something like that no um we should actually totally play it on stream sometime um because we can you could we, we could play it over skype okay um but one in, in in that game one person or players have access to the this manual which is literally just a pdf um and it has all the answers to all the puzzles that the other player who is the bomb diffuser uh needs okay so the bomb diffuser is technically supposed to be wearing an oculus rift but you can just play it on a computer screen okay and he can't see the manual okay and the play and the other players the ones with the manual can't see the bomb Okay. So, so we have to we... describe it to each other. Yes. But, yeah. And so it has to be like, like it's it, okay. There are wires, and then the people with the manual have to be like, okay, how many wires are there? Oh, there's four. Are any of them black? No. Are any of them yellow? Yes. How many are yellow? Two. Cut the second one. Okay, it's done. Like. That sounds and, fun. Actually. Yeah. It it, it 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 gets really silly with some of the more complicated puzzles, but it's basically along the lines of that with this Jackbox game where um, all of the players have the instructions, but they all only have like one or two pages of them. Um, and you have to, you can't just follow them in order because sometimes instruction number three will say instruction number one should have said even numbers instead of odd. So you have to like communicate between you and up to three other friends on how to actually diffuse the bomb properly mm. and uh that also gets pretty pretty hectic so uh in short jackbox 2 hello uh-oh it seems that we're having some technical issues uh give me just a moment here or while we try to get the intranet back i don't know if it's my internet hoping it's a roas um Trying to get it off. I've gone offline. My internet's broken. Oh, good. Goody, goody gumdrops. Uh... Oh, okay. So my internet's down. Give me just a second while I try to fix this. Try that real quick. This is wonderful. I'm going to edit this out. Okay. Um, One second. Okay. Okay, we're we're recording again. Okay. Uh, what had I last said? Uh, you're talking about Jackbox to Party Pack, and then it cut out. Oh. Um. Did you get where it has streaming features? No. No. 
Okay, that's really the most the, the only really important thing I had left to say about it was that uh, it has streaming features built in. Oh, cool. So, like, um, the games, because in the original Jackbox, a lot of people, including myself even, uh, played it with other people on stream. Aroa. What? You, you played it with me. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm saying it for the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I think it's really nice because uh, since they since they built it into this one, uh, certain uh, games, it'll extend the amount of time you have to answer questions because of stream delay. Oh, that's cool. And stuff like that. So it's that's really cool, and I love them for doing that. So, yeah, it's totally worth like fifteen bucks, especially if you you know you want something to play on stream with other people. Right, and it's it was a little difficult to get that all set up, and I think they they probably realized that. Yeah, and so they're like, well, because we had to do hangouts. Yeah, because right? it was really bad over Skype. Right. Is it is it better on Skype now? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, well, we can try it probably later this week. I get four days off next weekend. Yeah? And then the following weekend, I get four days off. I only get one day off this week. Yep, we get uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's and then Christmas Eve and Christmas. I know I said that backwards, but... The only holidays that we get off are the ones that the mail carriers get off. Oh, okay. So you you haven't really played much this week. No. Okay. You I don't played... have a lot of time for games anymore. That sucks. I played Fallout. I got my computer working and I beat Fallout. And then I started on some Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah, I saw that you were streaming that a few hours ago. It is. If I had been home, I would have watched you. It is really pretty for the Wii U. Yeah. Like, it's pretty for any of the systems, but it's really pretty for the Wii U. Like, I don't know what they they do there at Nintendo but some of their games look really nice even though they have a limited you know their console's pretty limited yeah like they're able to pull things out of that console that I wouldn't think would be possible same same thing with the Wii to be honest some of the games on the Wii were pre- well, um, pretty fantastic looking for how bad of a console it was yeah well Mario Galaxy definitely is one that, mm-hmm. which later on I, I learned so Sort of how they managed to do that, and it had to do with the transition between planets. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Sonic Lost World uh, actually did the uh, exact same thing on the 3DS version. Oh, nice. The uh, bas- basically the transition between the planets. Uh, the game just unloaded all the assets from the planet you just left and loaded in the new assets in real time. And oh, it, it was basically like a like a transparent loading screen. That's nice. That's cool. Which. Ah. Um, I also learned today that the Wii U, um, it's actually capable of better performance than most games actually get use or like get use out of. Oh, why? Why do you Because it has uh, it has uh, these coprocessors uh, that are supposed to take some of the load off of the CPU, and apparently a lot of developers are either unaware of them or just don't use them, and that's how Nintendo manages to to scrape out a bit more performance out of stuff like with uh mario kart 8 because that game is is fucking amazing looking oh yeah Um, and and it runs at 60 frames per second like solid they probably do the same thing with xenoblade chronicles x to be fair yeah something that's what that's what i was saying was like they 
they just know how to use the hardware. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a thing. I can I can see other developers like Ubisoft or whatnot saying, well, we could learn how to use it and, and utilize the hardware, but that would take a couple more months and we don't want to... We just want to crank out another Assassin's Creed game. Exactly. So, and I mean, to be fair, like I traded in some of my Nintendo Wii U games. Yeah. Um, Wii U games hold their value really, really well. <laughs> like Nintendo games, uh, like Super Mario... Uh, 3D World, you can still yeah. get 30 bucks at GameStop for it. Holy shit. Yeah, that, GameStop, that's no joke. Yeah, and that was like a month, month and a half ago, and it's been out for a while. Mario Kart 8, same thing, 30 bucks. Huh. Like, yeah, which is amazing <laughs> for uh, a trade-in value at GameStop. Oh, yeah. So, uh, games that hold their value that well after two, three years are... They're good games. Splatoon again. It wasn't. It's more of a recent game, but again, thirty bucks. You know, I I'm sad that I gave that up, but I wanted my my friend wanted to get a, a Xbox One, and I was helping him out. But and I never I played the game. A good game. Yeah, I got rid of a couple good games, and I'm sad about it. But um, let's move on, and I'll, I'll I'm gonna try to put up a review of Xenoblade Chronicles X next weekend. Uh, if not, I'll put up something because I haven't been able to put up videos on Saturdays like I've been wanting to. Because I don't know if you know this, but when a computer doesn't have a motherboard, can't really do anything on it. So uh, let's talk about some stuff. So let's talk about another good game. You like Rock Band, right? Uh, yeah, quite a bit. Uh, st- we still can't play online, so that sucks. But yeah. But you know what they did introduce? Um, they put in rock, rock band three songs. They did that. Um, <laughs> I don't have those sadly, but they also have brutal mode. Oh yeah, yes. Have you played that yet? I don't plan on it because it's retarded. <laughs> I don't either. So, uh, it, for anyone who doesn't know, rock band is uh, basically it's just that you you pretend to be in a band. And I'm hoping we didn't lose any connection. Still there, Ro? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, oh, good, good. Uh, so basically, you look at the top. You're playing, like, pretend you're playing guitar, and the notes come down, and you hit the notes at the appropriate times. Well, that same thing still happens in brutal mode, but once it gets about a third of the way down the screen, the notes disappear, and so when they reach the bottom, you can't see them. So you just have to memorize where the notes are, and uh. Aroa and I will never play that mode. Ever. I mean, I probably could on some guitar songs and uh, maybe on some vocal songs. There's one song I could definitely do it with, but that's because I actually really like the song. I listen to it quite a bit away from uh, Rock Band, so I know it really well. But that's... I mean, that's about it. I don't know a lot of the songs well enough to play them. Like, even the songs I really, really like, like Queen songs. Which, I know you don't care for them, but Queen songs are, you know, pretty easy because everyone plays them, so you kind of memorize them. Yeah. But I still couldn't do that even with that. (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, um... I mean, it's definitely... Definitely a harder difficulty i'm just like i don't know why they put that in 
Yeah, I don't know. Not like online. Online play would be awesome because I would totally play with you. And you know their their complaint or their their reasoning was that well nobody played the online in Rock Band two and three, but it's like, uh, yeah, but that was how many years ago? That's true. And like, uh, things things are very different now. That's true. And I played online a little bit with it, and I think you and I might have played online once or tried to. But that was that was five years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like, but every game is is pretty much online only at this point. Yeah, and I think they're still considering it, but I'm not sure. They they want to put it in. It's just a matter of of time scheduling. Basically, yeah. they have to schedule updates and stuff. So, uh, and and they just they don't have the budget anymore. I I would really like it. I would total. I would pay. I'd probably pay ten dollars to have it as DLC. Yeah, I would totally pay for for an update. Yeah, pay for like a online connectivity update or whatnot. I would I would do that. Um, so if you're listening, people from Rock Band, the whatever harmonics, yeah, uh, do that, and we'll give you money. We'll give you all the money you need. Twenty dollars. <laughs> it's all the money you'll ever need for it. Uh, there's another game that had updates that we play on the Xbox One. Oh yeah. Halo. Occasionally. Halo. Uh they added forge mode, maps, and new weapons all for free. So I'm I'm pretty excited. I haven't actually played it yet. I don't do the forge mode because I can't uh put things in the right places and make it fun. <laughs> but it's I know it's a feature that a lot of people really like, is being able to make their own maps and stuff, so that's really neat. Um they added Oh, I'm sorry. Were you gonna say something? I was gonna say I I have dabbled in it in uh in Halo Three in particular. Yeah, I have too. Um, but Forge is now available. Uh, Halo. added basic added back in Halo Four. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh huh? God! What? Did you talk? A little. Hello. <laughs> it just. Skype just like sent through stuff that you said at least like thirty seconds ago. Uh good. My internet's being good tonight. Um Yeah, like like it was already like sometimes sometimes you just stop talking, like in the middle of talking, like your audio just cuts out for like a second. But that was really weird. I thought you just suddenly started talking over me and I was I was like, okay. <laughs> but you were talking about completely unrelated things. So I was like, oh, something broke. Oh, I wonder. I don't know what's up with my internet tonight. It seems to hate me. Um, but they also added in basic implementation of a file browser. Players can now bookmark and share custom maps. Uh, 30 new rec weapons. Uh, Battle of Noctis map added. Overgrowth map added. Entombed and antifreeze maps added. Uh, just a bunch of things that have been added, and you can cl- click the link below to see all of the added features. And uh, they all look pretty, pretty neat. And you get this all for free, so that's that's what I really like. Are you there, Roa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the best part, uh, and probably the smartest thing they're doing with Halo Five is uh, pretty much putting out all the content for free and just basically 
living off of the uh, the microtransactions in that uh, what what the hell is it called? Uh, rec shop. Yeah, well, Requ- no, requisition the, shop. The game mode. Um, Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um, just living off of microtransactions in that. Which... And to be fair, they're probably making more money off that. Oh yeah, they're totally making buku off of that shit. And at the same time, it doesn't split up the community. And and in all honesty, I don't even care about that mode. So I um, like the mode. I I actually really like it. But I I think it's I think it's fun. Um, it definitely puts me in the mind of like Battlefield Three, where you just run forward and die over and over. Yeah. Um, which is you know what? Okay, whatever. I mean. It, and the the ability to get wrecks without paying is pretty viable. Yep, and so. you can get tons of them too. Like, I think just beating the storyline gets you wrecks too. But I'm mm-hmm. not sure. So, I think uh, it's points, yeah. So yeah, re- I mean, requisition points are really neat idea, and I know a lot of people were complaining about it. Like, well, they're gonna complain about every form of microtransactions. But I don't have to pay anything, so I don't exactly. care. And somebody somebody I was watching was complaining that they're like, in order to get everything in the game, you'll have to play like 400 hours. And I was like, who, who fucking cares? Like, are you complaining? Are you yeah. complaining that there's, there's enough content in there to, if you want to be a completionist, play for 400 hours? Right. Because also, let's be honest here, do you want everything? Like, right, exactly. Who, who wants everything other than the people who are willing to play for 400 hours to get everything? Right. And, I mean, there are there right. have been games in the past that I've played for 400 hours. Exactly. Uh, Final Fantasy XI I did. I know a lot of people don't like that game, but I really liked it. Uh, Halo 3, Halo 2. I, I probably played Halo 2 for that many hours because we'd have a LAN party like every single weekend. Yeah. And that really was detrimental to my grades, but <laughs> uh, you know, I th- I think that any of those complaints are stupid because you still get DLC, maps, weapons, basically new content for free because of this stupid system they put in. So whatever, and they gave a new a new uh, kill from behind. If you scroll down, you can look at the GIF. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Wow, we're talking about a lot of updates today. Did you know that the Wii U is updating? The what? The Wii U is updating. They're adding a new uh, a new app. I did not know about that. Yeah, they're adding Napster. What? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. What? <laughs> yep. Nintendo has announced that Napster, the now legitimate streaming music service, will be coming to the Wii U eShop as a free app on December 17th. So it's already out. A 30-day free trial is available, but after that you'll have to pay for a subscription. Uh, Promotion is going right now that will give you three months for $1, and after that it's $10 a month. Oh, so it's literally the Spotify promotion. Yep. It's Spotify, but Napster. There, I have multiple questions. <laughs> okay, ask away. Um, so first off, 
Why Napster? I, I don't of know. All the music streaming services, Napster. Yep. Um, moving on from that, uh, are you able to like listen to this music while playing a game? Because probably not. I don't know. I it I, doesn't look like it. I I all I have is the article that tells me that it's there. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the Nintendo.co.uk announcement. Okay. And all I see is just it saying we owners or we you owners with an Napster Unlimited subscription will have access to the full Napster service through their Wii U console. And another thing is uh I didn't even think Napster as as a brand was still around. I thought they got absorbed into Rhapsody. They have been, but they're keeping the brand around for some reason. I don't know. I, I guess just because people associate Napster with the with the whole music streaming thing, since it was kind of the highly illegal originator of that whole. It was. Deal. It was Napster was in the nineties. It was probably before you were born. Um, <laughs> uh. You're not that much younger than I am, but yeah, I, I don't think it was quite that far back, but but it was like mid '90s. People would it was the original torrent service, basically. You would go in there and you'd look up a song, and you'd or uh, LimeWire. It was LimeWire, basically. Yeah, it was more you, like it was more like LimeWire. Yeah, and you you download music from other people's computers. It was a peer to peer sharing service, and it was awful. It was terrible, but '96. 1996. Oh, wait, no, 99. I, I Was it 99? Missed, yeah, 1999. I, I misread it because next to it it says 16 years ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it was like the first really big one that was out there for peer-to-peer -peer transfer. There were other things. There were like BBSs back in the day, but nobody fucking used those or knew how to use those. Especially um, not for fucking music files. Right. Sharing, considering how bad internet was even in 1999 right so yeah this is this is something i guess why i don't know why like i i could see them putting spotify on there yeah seriously like that, that's what i was saying was why napster and not for one why not rhapsody just because that brand is a lot more prominent than napster is anymore Right. Um, and also, why not Spotify? Because every fucking thing has Spotify on it. Except for the Xbox One, for some reason. They, have, Pan Pan they have Pandora and iHeartRadio, but not Spotify. That's another thing. I could see Pandora being on there. Yeah! Like, but like, not... Pandora is literally on everything. My TV comes with Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, I and your TV is old, wasn't it? No, I got a new TV. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, even my old TV had it, though. Right. Like but... a shitty fucking 2011 smart TV. And another question I have is why now? Yeah. Like, the they're pretty much like, yeah, the Wii U is... typing? Like, the Wii U is going to be dead in a year. Yeah. I'm presuming uh, probably 2017 is when they're bringing out the NX. So, why why now? Why towards the end of the Wii U's life cycle? Why not two years ago when the Wii U launched? 
What's yeah. it? Was it two years ago or three? Three years ago? God, I'm old. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm not sure. I have no idea. But Napster is coming out for the the Wii U, so we're all happy about that. Especially since you can't you can't fucking listen. You probably well, yeah, almost certainly can't listen to music while you're playing a game. No, probably not. Like the inter- the interface on the Wii U really isn't even designed for that sort of thing. No, it's very much a single application service. So yeah. you're you're playing a game. So like. And then you just decide, I guess I'll use my Wii U as a radio now. (laughs) The only thing I can see is if a kid somehow doesn't have a fucking smartphone. Or a tablet. Or a tablet or something like that, and their parents don't want them listening to music. But yet they also have access to a credit card and a Napster Unlimited subscription. I don't know. I don't it's like you know. can't even use the free service with it. I can't. I can't justify it. <laughs> I fucking it's so fucking weird. <laughs> like you want to talk about a company that's completely out of touch? It's goddamn Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I still love Nintendo. <laughs> All right. We need a music sharing service or music. Streaming service. Uh, what is a music streaming service? Is that like the Napsters? They <laughs> go, hey Napster, we need your music illegals on our thing. We don't do no, illegal, illegal music now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, give give us your music. I, I, there's a website I go to, and in the comments, they'll uh, somebody has created an account called Internet Explorer. And it it makes me feel like Internet Explorer is Nintendo. Because every comment that the guy makes is like a 90s reference, pretending like it just happened. <laughs> so it's like, hey guys, did you hear about this happening? I'm like, yeah, that happened 15 years ago, Internet Explorer. Oh, oh, okay. So that's kind of what, they're like, Napster. Napster's relevant now, isn't it? No, Nintendo. No, bad Nintendo. Uh, but let's, let's speak about Nintendo a little bit more. Let's transition though. Um, you have a 3DS, don't you? Uh, yeah. You, you had a Vita, I know at one point. I still do. Okay. Um, so you like handheld gaming? Yeah. I don't. I don't really care for it. I don't even like, I don't even like gaming on my phone at all. The only game I played on my phone recent memory was Fallout Shelter. Right. So, but apparently handhelds are, this is a story you brought up, so I'll let you cover it, but handhelds are dying? Well, it's, um, I think it's more of a an editorial that's saying that basically uh, handhelds are dead. Like, yeah. It's kind of become apparent that Nintendo doesn't plan on putting out a 4DS. Um, I would I would imagine. That would be <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, and PlayStation doesn't plan on putting out some other really awkwardly named portable instead of the PSP2. 
um, it's like it's kind of an admission by Nintendo, uh, some see that uh, with with putting out smartphone apps that are basically games. Um, in the case of like Pokemon Go, uh, that like a dedicated handheld really doesn't make sense anymore. Um, now I can. Oh. So at this point, uh, I actually lost connection. My my microphone got unplugged, and I plugged it back in. I thought it was still recording my voice. It actually it actually wasn't. They can't hear you, Aroa. Uh, <laughs> so basically, right now you're just gonna listen to Aroa talk to himself for a while. So uh, at this point, just remember go to www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Go to uh, www.youtube.com forward slash written uh click on the green man gaming link below and basically what you can do is if you click that link and you buy from green man gaming i'd get two percent of the profit and you're gonna get deal off a video game so thanks for listening and uh enjoy listening to roa talk to himself Um, yeah, the most, uh, boiled down description that's kind of become the mainstay rumor is that it'll be this sort of Wii U gamepad that you can carry around as a dedicated, uh, portable, and then you can plug it, you can, you, you can then also run the same games that run on it on a at, at on an at home set top box like the Wii U but the the set top box will be like it'll have much more powerful graphics so that you can you can run the same games on both but they'll look and run better whenever it's connected to the big box um uh yeah something like that or like uh, um how uh Microsoft is kind of pushing this whole continuity thing. You plug your phone into a big monitor and suddenly it's a desktop computer. It is a really cool idea. It's Well, if it if they if they just got fucking apps, like that's all they have to do, man. We're going to get sidetracked. I'm the only thing I'm worried about with it is if they push that every game has to be able to be played on both, they're going to be extremely limiting both developers and like well they're gonna be limiting their developers is is what it's gonna come down to. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not quite that extreme of a difference.
Like we don't ha- we don't have to go from from playing full 3D games on the uh, on the TV to playing Tiger handheld games on the on the tablet on the go. Um, it would be silly, yeah, but uh, they'd probably put Nintendo under. Um, uh, they would just they just start up a pachinko business and they'd be good. <laughs> that's that's the year that gaming just dies as a whole. Just fucking the new the new uh, the new CEO comes out and goes. Yes, uh, we have liquidated the gaming uh, development uh, facilities. We are now focusing on Mario Pachinko. And they just unveil this giant array of, of Pachinko machines. And then... <laughs> and then... And then Yen... That I don't. They have paper yen, right? Yeah, paper yen just starts falling from the ceiling, and and all the investors start dancing on the on the stage. <laughs> no. He is he is a creative genius, like no doubt. The a lot of a lot of. Other creatives over at Nintendo are fucking brilliant beyond anything that I could ever imagine. Yeah, the whole tablet thing, I mean, that was obviously a great idea because everyone started copying off of it with the with the second screen thing. Like it's it's a fantastic concept. They just screwed up the hardware, and then like I don't know if you just like the videos that they put out, and if you listen to like Miyamoto talk about about his his thinking whenever he's coming up with concepts for games, it's mind blowing. It's shit that I would never like. He just thinks in a completely different way from almost every other creative person I've ever known. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, and like the just I don't know how you how you convert those things into into round spooky ghost thing like. God. Yeah, but it's like it's it's amazing that he can he can abstract that. I don't know. Just maybe creative maybe creative people just fuck with my head or something. But God, I think he's the the workings of his mind should fucking be studied. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're uh, you're drawing a yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
tôi có được cái ở Right, you fucking idiots. Well, yeah, yeah, it's because Kojima. Okay, okay, so let's say that, um, let's say that, that. Miyamoto is a creative genius. Um, I think that Kojima is a creative genius, but his brain has thought dyslexia. <laughs> Where, like, yeah, like, like, there's something about his creativity has ADHD or something. And he comes up with these awesome ideas and then just goes, I start the entire half hour of the game with fake TV shows and cooking eggs. <laughs> and then I, I, Kojima-san, are you, are you sure? Do it! I am a genius! And, and so Metal Gear Solid 4 was made. <laughs> and he's naked <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and for the love of God, don't put him in any of the advertising. Every, everyone will just think it's about Snake. Put out a demo with Zone of the Enders that makes it look like you're always Snake. Then swap him out with Raiden. Yeah. I need scissors. 61. <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you were invested in the story, it was great for that, but it's just, there was a li very limited number of people who still gave a shit by that time. Uh, um, I'm actually, I wonder... Yes. I am really curious as to what he still owns the rights to, if anything, because that is, see, I was just looking up Snatcher and Police Knots, but those are also 
Konami games. Oh. Oh, oh no. I, I hear you. Sort of. You're still, you're really staticky. I don't know. I keep thinking it's me, but I don't have anything going on. So really. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I this really fucking sucks because it means Zone of the Enders is never gonna have another game, and yeah, and they're not gonna fucking they're dead. They're just done. Uh, and what really fucking sucks too is that it's not even gonna be like uh like THQ. Where they'll liquidate and all their properties that get sold off to better developers. Like, because they have their fucking pachinko business. They're just gonna fucking, fucking keep making money over in Japan and never release more games than these awesome franchises. Yeah. Cause I, I haven't, I haven't finished Metal Gear Solid 5. I barely played it in all honesty. Do you think he do you think he owns the Fox engine? Oh, I really hope so. And for PT. Yeah. Yeah, there's playable T's. But yeah, like if if they own the Fox engine. Uh, that'll be, that'll be pretty significant. It's also, like, insanely optimized. Like... Yeah, like Metal Gear Solid 5 looks impressive on the 360 even. Oh wow, I did not know this. Uh the first title that used the Fox engine was fucking Pro Evolution Soccer 2014. Yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer runs on the Fox engine. Um pretty much uh, everything that we already listed and then also all the pro evolution soccer games since 2014 uh, but yeah uh, metal gear solid ground zeros pt and metal gear solid 5 and then pes 2014 2015 and 2016 um yeah i'm i'm trying to see cuz it it says that it was built by Kojima Productions for use in Konami games. So I'm hoping hoping that, that it that he 
owns it still. That's actually what I was just reading that, yeah, uh, since Konami owned Kojima Productions and funded them, then there's no way that they're going to give up the Fox engine along with it, which is, yeah, but even then, I, that's, that's really bullshit. It sucks. Kojima Pokemon game. Would all of the would all the female trainers be scantily clad or or wearing latex suits? I'd play the shit out of that. I I I would play the shit out of any game that that Kojima makes while he's not part of Konami. He um he said that this is going to give them the opportunity to make games that are much edgier than he was allowed to at Konami. So Yeah. Oh yeah, he I I can I can see him like teetering on the edge there. And I I believe that he was in talks with Del Toro again. Um I don't remember where I read that, but there was there was something that came about that he was in talks with Del Toro on something that wasn't Silent Hill related, but um that both of them still really wanted to make a horror game, and now that he wasn't stuck with Konami deciding whether or not to put it out, um, he was willing to go forward with it. So, I, I'd be really happy about that. Does he? Uh, no. Oh no, that's um Norman Reedus. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't even fucking care because he was just he was just a star. Yeah, he um he made things like uh, Spy Kids. Um uh yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm looking it up because it's all fucking horror movies and I don't watch. Uh, he also did Pacific Rim. Uh, um, apparently he was part of the staff of the Hobbit movies. Um, he made the Hellboy films. I remember that. 
uh, Pan's Labyrinth, um, Blade Two, um, and then an ass load of just random fucking horror fl- horror flicks that uh, I've never seen. Yeah, he's he is most well known for his crazy ass horror stuff. Uh, you see, I, I started doing that a long time ago. Um, so. Ah. Like, that's that's literally the name of the movie, word for word. I see. So these aren't even, like, actual licensed professional wrestlers are they oh okay see i was thinking since it just said professional wrestlers and not like wwe that oh okay huh This is so weird. I'm looking at uh, Del Toro's filmography, and okay, do you remember? You remember the orphanage? Uh, well, he made he did that. Um, and he he also did uh, Quantum of Solace, the 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 Bond movie. Um. He also did Megamind. <laughs> like, and he did uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which I don't know if you've seen that. It wasn't really a much of a horror movie. It was just kind of disturbing um, in some ways. Uh, maybe somebody that liked kids more would find it more disturbing. Um, he also directed... Puss and Boots, the the Shrek spinoff, and Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, he, it's he's wow, he's got a very weird filmography. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh uh Willow. Y- yeah.
<laughs> I've never heard of it. You know, the, the the funny part is that I can I can say not jokingly, I've only seen a couple of them. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised Fox did that anyway. Just because, like, why wouldn't you want the rights to that? Oh, that could be. Ah, it's like two billion dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a Bethesda game for you. Uh, because he's a stupid Russian guy. Um, <laughs> well, I can I can read it if, you, if, you, if that's what you want me to do. All right, so um, basically, uh, this guy played Fallout Four so much that he stopped going to work, um, stopped paying attention to his wife, um. So his wife left him, and he was fired from his job. And now he's suing Bethesda because it's the game's fault. So basically, this guy is a physical incarnation of all of those jokes that started going out about Fallout before it came out. Um, he, he is actually that guy. And now he's pulling a, a McDonald's made me fat lawsuit. Um, okay.
He was engrossed over three weeks. Also, $7,000, that's it? Uh, I don't know how much that is in Russian. Uh, Russian. <laughs> I don't know what the Russian currency is. That's four hundred ninety-six thousand seven hundred forty-one rubles. Uh, it, roughly five hundred thousand rubles. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's a significant sum of money or not. Oh, wait, dollars. Ah. Uh, you know, in all honesty, if if this wasn't a bullshit lawsuit, that would be a feasible amount of money. I'd say a little over 7. I mean, that's how much you normally get from like unemployment. So, I mean, it's not completely ridiculous. I wonder if this guy legitimately thinks that, that the game was actually addictive and has ruined his life, and it's not because he's stupid. Well, no, I'm saying, if, I wonder if he thinks that. I don't know that is. Well, that. So we're doing this on the 27th or on the 3rd? Okay, so the 27th. Oh, okay.
Oh, yeah. I do not. Really? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, they're they're kind of uh, uh, they're kind of like um, Kingwin and G two A, except you have to worry less about buying like a soul and key from Russia. They 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 legitimately do have like partnerships with publishers and uh, things like that. Like they're they're a legit business, not like Kingwin, which is questionable at best. A G two A, yeah. <laughs> That's that's pretty cool. Zeno Belayed. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'm actually um, as good a time as any to mention. I seriously plan on, assuming I don't get distracted, uh, doing a let's play again. Uh, of uh, of course, um, a game that was mainstream a few weeks ago. Uh, I want to play Undertale. Uh, yeah, I uh, I seriously um, want to do a let's play of Undertale. On I'll more than likely do what I used to do, which was stream it live. And then just put up, split up recordings of it later. Yeah. Um, that's just YouTube slash Aroa1337.
Uh, I do. It's the same thing, just Twitch. Um, I'm going to try to stream on both because um, there's, I think it's like restream.io. There you go. Um, I'm going to try to use it. There, there's that, and um, I've been, I don't know if you watch Vine Sauce, um, but I watch uh, Vinny on Vine Sauce quite a bit, and, and recently he's been using Restream uh, to stream to YouTube and Twitch, because he already has a huge base on Twitch, but a lot of people have been getting into his, his YouTube channel, uh, so now he's, now he's streaming on YouTube and Twitch. But uh, he was having some problems for like a week and a half of restream just not working. Like, uh, so it, that's that's something that worries me because they are a free service, and I want to know know how long they're they're going to be able to last, especially with them becoming more popular. Uh, it's it's four megabit. Yeah. Oh, I I could do both if if I had more than four, but the only way to get more than four uh, uh, where I live is to pay almost three times as much for my internet, and it literally only increases the upload speed by one megabit per second. It's five instead of four. Especially yours. Yours is like really frustratingly bad at times. Yeah, it, it definitely improved after you moved, but holy shit, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, and how it actually keeps. It, it, every few seconds you just you just stop making sound for like a second it's something with skype i guess that's gonna be fun to listen to Yeah, I mean, if you do, as long as, like, Nathan actually says something to me, because I'm not going to check the comments, but he will. Uh, I actually will uh, will do it. Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen.
Hail Santimus.